Welcome back to After the Buzzer Sports Talk, and I'm your host, Aiden Mayer. Alright guys, welcome back for another episode, and in today's episode, we are going to be discussing Game 6 of the NBA Finals. The Toronto Raptors have reigned victorious over the Golden State Warriors. I've stuck with the Warriors throughout this whole whole thing, and it's just kind of surprising, but we're going to get to um, all of that, that whole game, and then we're going to go look back at my predictions, kind of like yesterday's episode where we went over Game 7 of the Stanley Cup Finals, and then I did my you know, series predictions, so my uh, NBA Finals predictions and my whole playoff predictions, like we did in yesterday's episode. If you haven't heard yesterday's episode, uh, you should. I recommend you go listen to that uh, after this episode. But anyway, first we are going to talk about Game 6 of the NBA Finals first, so let's get to that. All right, so obviously last night the Raptors pull away, beat the Warriors in the last game of Oracle, and that is going to be a bit of a sour ending for you know, the Oracle Arena, but it's brought great memories. Um, and overall, I was a little surprised that the Raptors actually pulled this off. Now, I underestimated the Raptors, but mostly I was too high on the Warriors. Listen, the Warriors, you know, they're just, they're so dominating. We've seen them dominate and dominate. And I know they had that 73-win season, and they lost to the Cavs, but that was a different team. This time they got boogie. I was assuming KD would come back. And they'd be up 2-1 when he came back. I expected him to come back for game three, but then I was like, well, maybe more game four or five. And he came back later than I expected, only played 11 minutes. And ultimately, I think he was the difference. If he doesn't play that game five, we didn't have game six last night, I don't think. But what a, a game series, well-deserved for Kawhi Leonard and the Raptors. Uh, Kawhi deserved finals MVP. I don't really think anyone's debating that. Some people said maybe Kyle Lowry, Fred Van Fleet. No one really said Pascal Siakam, who was their second-highest scorer throughout these playoffs. Well, it is the finals, but he, Siakam was underratedly so good last night. But 46 minutes, 26 points, 10 rebounds, 3 assists. And he outplayed, did he outplay Draymond there? Uh, I told you after game one, after Pascal Siakam was the, probably the player of the game in that first game. I said, it's going to go back and forth. Last night, they both had great games. And overall, it's tough to say who had the better game. Siakam had 10 boards, Draymond had 19. 11 points for Draymond, 26 for Pascal, 13 assists for Draymond, and 3 for Pascal. So it's tough. To, but that doesn't matter. The Raptors won. Um, just what happened to the Warriors? A lot of it was injury. Okay, Clay Thompson was on fire in that game. Absolutely on fire. That man had a hot hand. He was still their highest leading scorer, and I don't. He didn't even play the fourth quarter. It was a late third quarter injury, I do believe. I just kind of there's so much last night, and he came back for those two free throws. Respect for Clay. I mean, we saw Game Six Clay. It was the storyline coming in. You know, he had that big game against OKC back in 2017, and then. 2018, last year, he had the big game six against Houston. So we were all like, all right, game six clay right here. It's happening. And he delivered. He delivered uh, last night 30 points, five rebounds, no assists. So, again, he was really only scoring. But he hit the boards for five rebounds. He's a shooting guard. He's a pretty big shooting guard. But he still played he played solid defense. I thought he wasn't great defensively, but he wasn't horrible. Overall, he played a solid game. Uh, and I think if he does stay healthy, he they probably win. But I don't want to make excuses here because I do think if KD at least returns for game five and it stays healthy for the rest of the series and Clay stays healthy 
you know, for the rest of that game six. Things may have turned out differently, but I don't want to sit here and sound salty that the Warriors didn't win, even though I'm pretty, I'm very glad the Raptors won. You know, nice to see. Honestly, I didn't care. I just want a good series, and I feel like I got a good series. I got a good six-game series. I felt like every game was good. <laughs> Sorry. I feel like the first game, game one, was solid. It wasn't the best game, but it was solid. Saw the Raptors win. Game two was very good. Game three was blowout, kind of a blow for the Raptors, but it was still an all right game. Then the Raptors blew out the Warriors again. Then the Warriors beat the these last two games have been very good. Okay, the Warriors winning game five was very good. Game six, both good games. I thought overall it was a very good series. Was it my favorite finals ever? No, I've heard one or two people say it's the best finals ever, which is an over exaggeration. And people live in the moment too much sometimes. And I know we always say just live in the moment. Don't worry about the future. But people, you know, tend to do this thing where, um, you know how the big debate after the Thunder Trailblazer series was just Russ or Dame, who's better? And everyone said Damian Lillard. Everyone said Damian Lillard because the way the series went. But once, you know, we get a month later, the Warriors versus Trailblazer series over. We're starting the NBA Finals. I've heard a few people make a um, you know top player point guard list, and those same people that picked Dame over Russ, no doubt, after that series. And a month and a half later, not like Dame got worse or anything, just because now all of a sudden that topic's died down. They pick Russ again. Nothing happened. Dame Dame didn't play bad. Dame Dame did not play bad at all against the Warriors or anything. It was just, you know, the Warriors were too much for just Dame and CJ. He still played great. Still played very good. I don't think he played great, but very good. That had no impact on their decision. They are just like, yeah, Russ was always. They, they just could, I don't know. And now I'm hearing people say um, Kawhi's the best player on the planet. And yet a month and a half when we when the NBA Finals start to die down, NBA fans start more focused on the offseason and the draft and free agency. They're gonna say it's LeBron or Giannis or Steph and KD. I don't. I'm. I'm not gonna hear many people say it's still Kawhi. That's just how it goes. I just wanted to throw that out there. But it was a great. It was a great series. It was. I'm not gonna sit here and lie. Uh, and I uh, underestimated the Raptors. Now my expectation when I made my NBA uh, picks, I expected. I my prediction was it was Warriors versus Raptors in the finals, and the Warriors would win in six. And I stuck with that going into my uh, prediction. But I'm going to get to my whole playoff predictions after I do my um, my just normal going into the series predictions, which we're going to do after this. But what a game six. Okay, you got the Clay injury, right? When Clay went down with that injury, oh, oh, that was bad. Came out, took the free throws, goes back. He tore his ACL, which is never good. You know, he tore his ACL. So I think people now all of a sudden are going to start talking about, wait, what about the future for Clay and KD? This really affects the future for the Warriors. Now all of a sudden they lose. You know, Boogie's probably, Boogie was a huge loser. Boogie came here and took a huge pay cut, took a massive pay cut. Took a pay cut for $5 million. Given, I don't know if anyone really wanted to play in the max after the injury, but came in here, took a giant pay cut for only $5 million. Took on a ton of criticism, took on a huge pay cut for a ring, and didn't even get it. 
I'm going to do winners and losers. I hope to do that. Like next episode, my hope is I made a 60 pick mock draft. If I did a 60 pick mock draft, I hope to do that soon. Along with like a winners and losers, a lot of things with the NBA finals and the NBA draft coming up. So that should be fun. You know, like a best players for the NBA playoffs list, something like that. But man, that was crazy. Kawhi though. I mean, Kawhi is making a case. I think he's, you know, what, two-time defensive player of the year, two-time finals MVP, two-time champion already. Now, people, you know, might say, why? Kawhi, for Kawhi, it is so hard for Kawhi to get attention in the best player of the world talk. Because nowadays, people get publicity from things like social media and, you know, all this. And in the NBA nowadays, it's all about, you know, kind of, you know, the social media, you know, who's very flashy players, you know, that kind of, you know, these cool players that are flashy, you know, flashy plays, flashy handles, flashy shots, flashy dunks, all of this. And they got social media and they're just, you know, these really cool guys. Kawhi Leonard, I'm not saying he's not a cool guy, but Kawhi does not have social media. Kawhi isn't that flashy of a player. And he's literally, literally silent. So that's why Kawhi, it's hard for him. This is this is what he has to do to prove he is arguably the best player in the world. I'm not saying he is. I don't think he is. I don't think Kawhi is. But he's up there. Definitely. So that's the thing. For Kawhi, he has to do it by taking the Toronto Raptors all the way to the NBA Finals and beating the Warriors. That's what you have to do because he doesn't have social media. You know, he's super underrated because he's quiet. He's not a flashy player. He can throw down some dunks here and there, like the one he threw down um, against Giannis, against the Bucks. You got things like that. He'll throw down some dunks. He had that cool one-handed pass, but I'm not saying Kawhi isn't a flashy player. He has some flashy plays here and there. But overall, his play style isn't flashy. It isn't. It is, he's not a very flashy player. He doesn't say anything. And he doesn't have social media. So that's why it's hard for him to get that recognition. Because he's going to be super underrated. And not get that recognition. This is how he has to do it. He has to do it the hard way. Because that's just him. That's his play style. That's his style in life. That's that's how he rolls. So I think you guys already got the inside scoop. Then at the end of the game. Danny Green throws it out of bounds. Danny Green. Who's ferocious in this series. Danny Green was horrible. Danny Green was absolutely atrocious. In this game, he had no points. No points. Three assists, one rebound. And in that game five, Kawhi was literally scared to give him the open three for the game. And instead chose to give it to Fred Van Fleet, who gave it to Kyle Lowry, who got blocked. He was scared to give it to Danny Green. Either he didn't see Green or said, I had better options and gave it to Fred Van Fleet, which I don't blame him. Because Danny Green was ice cold, especially when it mattered most. Uh, you know, he did up, I think, a little in Game 4. He's just an inconsistent player. They've had inconsistent weapons all year. I still like, like their um, I still like their role players. Um, this In the regular season, he averaged 10.3 points. And he shot 46% from three. Th- these playoffs, it just shows he, he's kind of, you know, died down. He had some good games here and there, but he didn't show. Why is he on the court there? Why is he on the court at that time? I believe they the set they went with was at the end of that game. Kawhi, Kyle Lowry, Pascal Siakam, Fred Van Fleet. And I think they had Serge Ibaka or Marcus All. Why not take Marcus All and Serge Ibaka? Get Kyle Lowry, Danny Green off the court. Get Danny Green. Actually, now that I think about it, well, wait a minute. 
No, Kawhi, Spicy P, Kyle Lowry, Fred Van Fleet, Danny Green. That was the five they had. Why don't you put a Serge Ibaka or a Marc Gasol out there to get a little bigger and get a better player? Like, Serge Ibaka in that game had 15 points. Marc Gasol in that game only had three, but he had nine rebounds. So they both played better than Danny Green regardless, and it gives you some size besides Pascal Siakam. I'm just saying. And he ended up turning that ball over, technically went on on Pascal, horrible pass, and then Steph missed the three. Steph was, I think, 0 for 11 going into that shot in, like, final clutch shots or something in the playoffs. Steph is not that clutch, okay? He's not that clutch. He is. I do believe he has some sort of clutch. I don't think he's a clutch gene. He's hit clutch shots before. Uh, OKC, he basically hit a half-court shot. Again, when it comes down to the biggest of moments, Steph hasn't been there. Now he misses out on a Finals MVP. Given, yes, KD and Clay, you know, were missing at times. KD pretty much the whole series and Clay missed at the end, but that does not help Curry's case that he can lead a team. Um, So I just wanted to throw that out there. Now all of a sudden he misses out on a Finals MVP. You know, he's proving the haters wrong that he can't lead this team to a championship and that he's not clutch, you know. So, I I don't know. I just want to throw those things out there. Anyway, now we are going to look at my uh, NBA Finals finals prediction. So, I made my whole NBA Playoffs predictions, but first we're going to start with my game-by-game NBA Finals predictions that I made right before the Finals started. So, let's get to that. All right, so as I said, I picked the Warriors in six Before the playoffs started and going into the NBA Finals where you had a clearer view, I did pick Warriors-Raptors for the end. Uh, It would have been cool if I picked the Raptors in six. What if I, like, misclicked? Um, And on the NBA.com pick them before the playoffs even started, it said the tiebreaker uh, question was what it will be the point margin in game one of the NBA Finals. I said eight points. It was actually nine, so uh, just throwing that out there. Total guess. But uh, anyway, in getting my – Game one prediction for going into the finals. I predicted a four point difference, but for game one of the NBA finals, I predicted the Warriors would win 114 to 110. And I wrote, I expect a tight battle in game one. The Raptors may come out a little sharper, but the Warriors have been here before and know how to prepare. And I think they'll steal one down the stretch as the two teams go back and forth, getting buckets late in the fourth. I think Leonard has a very good game and a very good clean game from Gasol, which was true. Gasol had a very good game that big first half, yes. And the dubs will prevail. I did go on to say, though, also... If the Warriors don't win the first game, the Raptors. Uh, if the Raptors win game one, the Warriors will win game two. But if the Warriors win game one, the Raptors will win game two. I predicted they'd split, and Scotia Bank in Toronto. You know, it could really go either way. But I predicted that the Warriors win the first game. Most people predicted that it would be the Raptors in the first game, and the Warriors in the second, which was correct. But I decided to go against the odds because why not? And I predicted the player of the game would be Steph Curry with 31 points, four rebounds, five assists, and one steal. Uh, and obviously, it was probably Pascal Siakam in that game. But then in Game 2, I predicted the Raptors would win 113-104 to 104 because I predicted the Warriors would win Game 1. So, I predicted the Raptors would win Game 2. I wrote, I expect the Raptors to bounce back in a must-win Game 2 in convincing fashion. I believe the Raptors will keep inching their way from the Warriors and pull out victorious. I think Kyle Lowry will make a few key defensive stops on Curry in the game and Kawhi keep 
to keep things rolling. Player of the game, Kawhi Leonard with 30 points, 6 rebounds, 6 assists, 2 steals, and 1 block. Big stat line there. Uh, and overall, the Warriors uh, ended up winning this one. Again, it could be vice versa, but that was my final prediction. The Warriors actually won this one 109-104. to 104. My Game 3 prediction uh, was Warriors 109, Raptors 102. And I wrote, I believe this will be KD's return. I feel he'll get somewhere in the low 20s in points and have a decent return. But I think Curry will be the reason they win and have the best game. I think Kawhi's play solid, but will be slightly off his game facing different defensive matchups. But don't get me wrong, he'll still play well. And I predicted player of the game was Steph Curry. 26 points, 6 assists, 5 rebounds. What a fool of me. What a fool of me. KD came back in game five. Played 12 minutes and was uh, 11 minutes and was done. Got hurt again. And I thought he was going to come back in game three and drop 20. And around 20-something minutes of play. <laughs> I am such a fool. I underestimated that injury. I mean, a lot of people did. People thought he was coming back for like game four. I just thought game three. I thought, why not? They're going to try to go up, be a little aggressive with this. So uh, maybe I thought they were going to be a little aggressive with it because it's first game back in Oracle. I feel like they're going to think KD's probably not going to come back, so they're going to decide, you know, I don't want to, you know, get him hurt, but we can be a little risky with it because we don't expect him back for next series. Maybe that was my thought process. I know it kind of sounds a little cruel, but that's what I was thinking. The real final was uh, the Raptors winning 123-109. to 109. It was a bit of a blowout. KD did not return, so... It's a big reason. But anyway, game four, I predicted would be an overtime game. The Warriors would prevail to take a 3-1 lead and win 123-119. to I wrote, I think this will be a very, very good game. I think Cousins will play a very solid game along with an underrated contribution from Thompson. I think Durant may be kind of quiet at first, but play well down the stretch as Curry struggles in this game with an inefficient 19 points. But his teammates pick up the slack. Kawhi plays yet. Another Again, another good game with Siakam really stepping up with 22 points despite great defense from Draymond. But Draymond only guards Pascal for a few possessions in the game. And I predict that the player of the game would be Draymond Green with 17 points, 9 assists, 9 rebounds, 3 steals, and 2 blocks. I want to see if Pas- uh, Pascal actually scored 22 points. He scored 19. Dang. Uh, and then Draymond's stat line was uh, 10 points, 12 assists, 9 rebounds. So... I did predict uh, the the rebounds correctly, but whatever. Uh, game five, I predicted the Raptors would keep things alive and win one hundred nine to one hundred five. I wrote I ver- a very good download to the wire game here. I think it will be well fought with many Raptors con- contributing con- contributing sorry down the stretch and gaining a lot of momentum. In the end, Kawhi makes two free throws to close out the a, a good game. I think Kazala. <laughs> Whew, this is a tongue twister. I think Gasol and Ibaka really step up with big and with nice shooting from Danny Green and Fred Van Fleet. Predicting the player of the game would be Kawhi Leonard with a stat line of 28 points, 7 assists, 7 rebounds, 2 seals, and 2 blocks. Kind of underrating FVV here, Fred Van Fleet. Um, just kind of mentioned his name there, um, but overall, I'm just saying. Kind of underestimated him. <laughs> Didn't really add him in too many of these. And then game six, I predicted the Warriors would close. Oh, yeah. For game five, the final was actually... The Warriors did actually uh, win this game, of course. I got, like, none of the game predictions right at all. Like, the finally, I predicted the Raptors to win, and it was the Warriors that actually won. 
Uh, I predicted the war. The Warriors actually won 106 to 105. It was actually a very close game. Uh, Kyle Lowry got blocked at the end. And then game six, I predicted the Warriors would end things. 115 to 106 would be the final score. Again, the Raptors actually ended things there. But I wrote, yep, the Warriors take the series in six and win it all. The Raptors don't play very well and just get a few cheap buckets down the stretch to make it single digits. Kawhi doesn't play very well, and Lowry has his worst game of the series, with, along with a slightly over-average game from Siakam. And quiet games from Ibaka and Gasol, with Danny Green and Fred Van Fleet stepping up, but it's not enough. Cousins plays solid, but between Katie and Curry for the player of the game, it's very close. So I basically gave both of them player of the game. I predicted Curry would have 29 points, 5 assists, 4 rebounds, and 1 block, and Katie would put up 27 points, 5 assists, 7 rebounds, 1 steal, 1 block. So that's kind of, that's pretty close. I might give the edge to Katie there, but... It, it, it's tough. It kind of depends who plays best down the stretch. And I predicted the finals MVP would be Steph Curry. The finals MVP was actually uh, Kawhi Leonard. The Raptors actually won in six instead of the Warriors winning in six. And game six was not Warriors 115, Raptors 106. It was actually Raptors 114, Warriors 110. So those were my game-by-game NBA Finals predictions, but we're not done yet. I had more predictions. These were my uh, entire playoff predictions. So we're not just talking about the NBA Finals here. We are talking about the whole playoffs in a whole. So uh, those are my these are my predictions coming up right now. So let's get to that. All right, so basically how this is going to work is I, to clarify, I put this on a podcast. I have these picks already locked because I put them in the Pick'em Playoff Bracket Challenge, and this is not perfect at all. I already said I picked the wrong winner with the Warriors, and some of these are going to be wrong. So basically, I in the NBA Pick'em, if you don't know what it is, I basically got to pick the team and what the series would be. Like, would the team win in four games, five, six, seven, whatever. So first, we are, we're going to go through round one. So I'm going to start with the Western Conference and then the Eastern Conference round one. And then we're going to move on to round two, starting with the West and the East and just kind of work our way back and forth. You'll see how it's working. So first, for round one, Western Conference Finals, we had the one-seeded Golden State Warriors facing the eight-seeded Los Angeles Clippers. I picked the Warriors to sweep here, get out the brooms. It was actually actually a six-game series. I love the Clippers' story, and I knew there were going to be a few sweeps here, so I decided this would be one of them. Uh, I just, you know, maybe underestimated the Clippers a little. They would put up a good fight, a good bid for free agents, but overall, not a horrible prediction. I think most of us underestimated the Clippers. I think all of us picked the Warriors to win in four, if not five, so I think I'm in the same boat as everyone else, but still, I picked the right winner, so moving on. Then we got the four seed. Uh, actually, we'll go to the one, two, three, four. So then I had the two seeded Nuggets versus the seven seeded Spurs. This is a very proud prediction of mine. I picked the Nuggets to win in seven, and they did. They won in seven games. I got a prediction right, guys. Lately, uh, if you don't know, I've kind of been struggling with my predictions, which is odd because usually I actually pretty good with the predictions, except uh, when I put them on air for uh, people to listen to. I just fail. I don't know. Friendly wagers, again, I'm trying to get Colin to come consistently on the show. I just don't really ask anymore. And I'm working on it, guys. Uh, of course, now there's really only baseball so and golf, I guess. But we'll find a way. Uh, and this was a pretty proud prediction. I think most people expected a close series because the Nugget, Nuggets are a bit of an inferior team. Basically, they're not going to play as well as they really did in the uh, 
regular season most people thought. And the Spurs are just a very experienced team. Greg Popovich has done this time and time again. Would really, uh, you know, it's a young and experienced Nuggets team. He'd be able to figure out, but I expected the Nuggets in seven. And that was an on-point prediction. Then we had the three-seeded uh, Trailblazers versus the six-seed Thunder. I was so high on the Thunder coming into the playoffs for no reason because I'm not even a big fan of Russ and that team at all, but I just thought the road was going to be pretty easy to the finals, and I predicted that Thunder wouldn't win in five. I was so confident in the Thunder and so low on the Trailblazers. Sorry, the Trailblazers got swept as the three seed last year to the Pelicans. To the Pelicans. So this year, I figured, yeah, they'll probably lose maybe in five games to the Thunder. I just thought they were always inferior. They should probably think about blowing things up because you know, that core is not just not going to win anything. I'm sorry, but it turns out the Blazers won in five. Dame hit that big shot. Logo Lillard for the win. And the Trailblazers, I, I love the Trailblazers. Uh, t- the tip-off, Thomas Stapleton, I know I talk about him a lot. Go listen to the tip-off, all basketball content. But he's a Thunder fan. And I Trailblazers might be my second favorite team. They are one of my favorite teams. I like them more than Thunder. I was just, I'm not that high on the Trailblazers. And... I don't even like the Thunder that much. They're all right. I don't hate them, but I just I was I thought the road the Trailblazers and the Nuggets. I haven't going to the West, but I'll talk more about that. And then the Rockets versus Jazz series. Four seeded Rockets versus five seeded Jazz. People anticipated a solid series, and so did I. Uh, the Jazz beat the Thunder in seven last year, and I felt like they were a young but solid team when it came to playoff basketball and I thought they'd give James Harden and the Rockets a bit of a tough time and force this to a six game good six game series but it turns out it was actually pretty soft um five game series I do believe the Jazz went down 3-0 and then forced the game five so it was pretty much over it was a pretty bad series honestly Ricky Rubio in the defense on James Harden were basically behind him but yeah anyway you get the point it was just it wasn't that great of a series the actual four to one rocket so I was pretty close with the prediction I just expected a way better series then we go over to the east one seeded Milwaukee Bucks versus eight seeded Pistons I predicted the Bucks will win four to one now you're probably saying oh Aiden the Bucks blew the Pistons out. It wasn't even close to a game five. I know, but I expected the Bucks to go up 3-0 and then kind of, because they are a young team that has lost in the first round for the past two seasons straight. So I thought they'd kind of look ahead to the second round a little bit and the Pistons would steal one game and just force a game five. But it was like, whatever, we'll just take care of business now. We just have to do one more game. It would just be kind of that thing. Young guys look ahead a little. They steal the game four, but then they're, Bucks like, give me that, and then go on. Yeah, kind of thing. You get my point. Then we have the two-seeded Raptors versus the seven-seeded Magic. I predicted the Magic, uh, the Raptors would get out their brooms and sweep the sweep the Magic, but they actually, uh, it was actually a five-game series. Remember DJ Ogg seen it that game winner, and the Magic hit game uh, one, game one. Uh, a few people started panicking a little, like, oh my god, like maybe the Raptors are just continue to choke even with this new core new coach new star but it turns out the Raptors turned uh, everything around since game one and went on to win the NBA finals but anyway still pretty close prediction there then we had the three-seeded Sixers Philadelphia 76ers versus the six-seeded Brooklyn Nets I predict it would be a six-game series if you don't know I'm not I was not very high on the Philadelphia 76ers because I just thought they were a little inferior in a way I just thought they weren't mature and disciplined enough 
and they weren't a deep enough team to really do a whole heck of a lot in the playoffs. I never thought they were a, a true legitimate contender to win the East. I'm sorry, I was kind of hating on them. And I expected a six-game series. I thought the Nets had nothing to lose and would make us really think, yeah, maybe the Sixers, you know, despite them winning, yeah, maybe they do have some cracks and bumps. And can they really win in the playoffs? And it was actually a pretty good series. You got the Jared Dudley whole thing, and it was actually a five-game series. So, again, I'm like one game off with these, but – it was still a good series. And then we're moving on to the Celtics versus Pacers. Um, Four-seeded Celtics, my Celtics versus the five-seed Pacers. I gave in and predicted a seven-game series. I don't know why, even without Victor Oladipo. And the Celtics swept. And at this point, people are starting to go crazy. Like, they did just figure it out for the playoffs. We should have listened to Kyrie Irving, especially after the Celtics won that first game. Everyone's like, oh, my God, hallelujah, the Celtics are going to the NBA Finals, or at least the Eastern Conference. Um kind of felt that in a way as well, but um, it wasn't a sweep at all. It was a, well, it wasn't a seven-game series at all, uh, or a six-game series at least. That's what I expected. It was actually a sweep. So I was a wee bit off. I picked the winner correctly, but it wasn't as close to the series as I thought at all. Moving on to the second round, the semifinals. Um, we have the Warriors versus the one seed Warriors versus the four seeded Rockets. I picked the Warriors to win in six games, and they actually won in six games. This was an on point prediction, perfect prediction. And the Warriors go to the Western Conference Finals in six over the Rockets, just like I expected. Then we have the Trailblazers versus Nuggets. I picked OKC to be in the position of Portland and to win the series in six games. If you don't remember, this was the series where you had like the triple overtime. Yeah, and the Trailblazers won in seven games over the Nuggets, so I predicted Portland wouldn't be out a long time ago, and they actually go to the Western Conference Finals, so smack in the face. That was the one pick I did not get right in round one. That, and that was really one that haunted me a lot. And then the semifinals in the East, four-seed Celtics versus one-seed Bucks. I picked the Celtics to win in six. They actually lost in five. The Bucks won in five. I'm a Celtics fan. That's the thing. Hard to pick sports things like this because you're going to be biased to your team. Deep down, that I really believe they were going to beat the Bucks. I didn't doubt it, but I wasn't that confident. But since they were my hometown team, I decided they make it past the second round. Again, I don't. I, I it's hard for me to pick against my team. All right. Then we had the three seed, two seeded Raptors versus the three seeded Sixers. I predicted Raptors in five. They actually won in seven was this close to the Philadelphia 76ers winning and for me to throwing a chair at the wall because 76ers proved me wrong, but they haven't, they didn't, and they never will. I'm kidding, maybe they will one day. But the Raptors, I was just so high on the Sixers absolutely choking, or not choking, but Sixers proving me right and proving the Sixers fan wrong that they were actually going to the NBA Finals because that was a joke. Um, But... Raptors in five wasn't correct. There's more Raptors in seven. Closer series than I thought, but still, I got the prediction right. Then, I predicted it would be Warriors versus uh, six-seeded OKC in the Western Conference Finals. And that the Warriors would win in six games and go to the NBA Finals. Which they did, but instead they actually swept the Trailblazers. They didn't go to six games with the Oklahoma City Thunder because the Thunder lost in five games in the first round. It didn't even make it this far at all. So, that was my... Probably my worst prediction, picking the Thunder and five over the Trailblazers. And then picking OKC to go. Okay. Uh, <laughs> moving on. And then it was Raptors versus Celtics is what I predicted. 
and I thought Toronto would win seven games over the Celtics. It turns out that the Bucks actually beat the Celtics, and it was Toronto versus Milwaukee, and that the Raptors actually won in six games over Milwaukee. So I was a bit off there. Uh, well, I still picked the Raptors to win, Raptors versus Warriors in the NBA Finals, but my game, uh, well, my opponent for the Raptors and my game-by-game thing was off. But anyway, then for the NBA Finals, I picked the Warriors to win in six games. It turns out the Raptors actually beat the Warriors in six games. Still in shock over that. So those were my uh, NBA predictions. I thought they were pretty good. Again, the OKC Trailblazers thing was a little off, picking the Celtics to beat the Bucks. That was actually pretty good, though. It was only a game off for most of them. I thought those predictions were pretty good. What did you guys think? What was your worst pick in the NBA playoff bracket? What was your most proudest moment, proudest pick? Uh, Call in anything you want to talk about that. Anything else you want to talk about NBA Finals. You want to talk Stanley Cup Finals, I don't care. As long as you keep it appropriate, anything's on the table. I mean... I'm trying to grow as a podcast. Hope that I get consistent callers for every episode at one point. Um, so right now the table's open. I mean, Anchor Mobile app, get it, call in, type in after the Buzz Sports Talk, send in a voice message. The spotlight's yours. Billy has not called in in a while. George uh, seems to just call in once a month. Um, you know, just every once in a while, George just stops by and gives a, in a call. I appreciate it, but I'm hoping we get some consistent caller. You know, Billy was on a good track. I do believe Billy will come back at one point. Uh, I think he's just a little busy right now. But anyway, also go check out um, my uh, Instagram where I keep you guys posted on when there's a new episode out. I got cool collages, collage, whatever you want to say. Uh, for all the episodes to kind of give you an idea and there's a you know brief description on what the episode is about so I can keep you guys posted. Um, again, after those are sports talk, all lowercase, no spaces. Again, that's after those are sports talk, all lowercase, no spaces. So I hope you guys enjoyed. Again, call on the Anchor Mobile app, follow my Instagram. Thank you guys for listening and I'll see you next time.